Do you ever feel that the pressures of life are so great that you're up against the wall and nowhere to go? Today we are on page 19, Duff Yud Tess of McGill in the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman, and today we learn how Moshe and Eliyahu were surrounded by the divine light as they were trapped inside the cave. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. Following Eliyahu Hanavi's showdown and victory over the prophets of the Baal on Mount Carmel, Queen Ezebel threatens to have him killed. Frightened, he flees into the wilderness. After walking for 40 days and 40 nights, he arrives at Sinai. He enters the cave that Moshe Rabbeinu once occupied and spends the night there. The word of Hashem then comes to him, Why are you here, Eliyahu? I have been zealous for heaven, replies Eliyahu, but the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to the sword. I alone am left, and they are out to take my life. Suddenly the divine presence passes by. There is a great and mighty wind splitting mountains and shattering rocks by the power of Hashem. But Hashem was not in the wind. After the wind came an earthquake, but Hashem was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but Hashem was not in the fire. And after the fire came a soft murmuring sound. When Eliyahu hears it, he wraps his mantle about his face and goes outside standing at the entrance of the cave. Once again the voice addresses him, Why are you here, Eliyahu? He answers, I've been zealous for heaven, for the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and have put your prophets to the sword. I alone am left, and they are out to take my life. Seeing that Eliyahu has, had not defended the people the way Moshe had, Hashem responds with Eliyahu's final mission, It is now time to anoint Elisha as your successor. Says the Gemara, Rebbe Chibar Abba cited Rebbe Yochanan, had there been left open a crack so much as the size of a small sewing needle in the cave in which Moshe and Eliyahu stood, they would not have been able to endure due to the intense light, as it is stated, for no man shall see me and live. Let's analyze this Gemara. Our sages teach that the cave in which Eliyahu experienced the extraordinary revelation was the same one in which Moshe had felt Hashem's presence. That special cave was fashioned during the six days of creation for the express purpose of divine revelation for those found worthy. Moshe was the first to merit such an experience. Following his successful appeal to heaven for forgiveness for the sin of the golden calf, Moshe hopes to capitalize on the opportunity of divine favor and asks Hashem to reveal himself to him, as described in Parshas Kisisa. And he, Moshe, says, Please show me your glory. And Hashem said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of Hashem before you, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, You cannot see my face, for, my, for man shall not see me and live. And Hashem said, Behold, there is a place by me, and you shall stand upon the rock, and it shall come to pass, while my glory passes by, that I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. And I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. In both stories, our greatest prophets merit divine revelation. But they do not see everything, because such a revelation would be too powerful for human eyes. Our sages offer the following analogy. As a king passes through a crowded street, before him walk his bodyguards, who clear the way for him by forcefully moving the people out of the way. A wise individual will make sure he is out of harm's way because the bodyguards will have no mercy on any obstacle in their way. Similarly, when Hashem in all his glory passes by, as he did for the final plague in Egypt, 
and as he did when he revealed himself to Moshe and Eliyahu, it's dangerous to be around. Hashem is accompanied, so to speak, by fiery angels who destroy any obstacle in the way of his path. By placing Moshe and Eliyahu in a tight space in the cleft of the rock or cave, no divine light was able to enter, and they were protected from any danger posed by the Almighty's entourage. Imagine how Moshe and Eliyahu must have felt in the tight spaces of their rock clefts. The space was so tight, says Rabbi Yochanan, that there was not so much as a needlepoint space left for the divine light to enter. Physically, it would have been uncomfortable. But of course, they understood that the tightness was there for their protection. They were able to experience the divine light passing by, but not be harmed by the fiery angels. Often in life, we find ourselves in tight spots. We feel stressed by the pressures of life. When that happens, look for the crack of divine light amidst, amid all the stress and anxiety. Know that Hashem is surrounding you with His power and revelation. The feeling of intense pressure is there to protect you. Maybe you're struggling with an approaching examination date. The walls of that pass or fail moment are closing in. Your stress levels are rising as that faithful day gets closer and closer. Now you're beginning to think, will you make it to the exam room or will you be so overwhelmed by worry and concern that you won't even reach your destination? Maybe you're experiencing financial pressures that are making you feel like the walls are closing in. The bills are piling up and you're feeling more and more anxious with each passing hour, day and week. You've done the math and no matter how you move things around, you just can't meet your obligations. Now not only are the debts rising, but your stress level is through the roof. The feeling of constriction is unbearable. If those are the pressures you're feeling, it's not easy to hold on to your faith, but you must. You need to know that Hashem is surrounding you with His light. That pressure is His protection from the intense revelation of blessing He has stored up for you. If He were reveal it to you, you would not survive, so abundant is His bounty. The pressure is there for you to reach out to Him in prayer and then to inspire you to achieve your very best. You have unbelievable potential waiting to be released. But our Father in Heaven knows that most of us will not fulfill our potential without a little prodding. That pressure you're feeling is the Almighty's light pushing your back against the wall, forcing you to reveal your innermost strengths and become the person He has created you to be. Just like the man who encounters a lion in the forest and is able to escape at superhuman speed, it's the intense pressure that brings out the very best in us. If Hashem has placed you in a tight spot, Always remind yourself that He is surrounding you with His light. He is protecting you. He is motivating you. And He wants the very best for you. May the pressures of life strengthen your faith in heaven and help you reach your greatest potential, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Dafyomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Dafyomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.